When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. WD-40. Register online for the Repair Challenge 2023 for a share in over 15 grand in prizes. The Kogan Money Credit Card. A great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Kane and Bucks. Can't stop addicted to the shit. I've had us back for another week. It's a very good morning to you. Monday the 27th of February. Huge show coming up. We've got a lot to talk about. Footy is back as we gear up for round one. On the McCafe menu, they're our official coffee partner, Sam Collins. Uh, he's a really good player now, Gold Coast defender, of course. He'll join us after 8 o'clock. Brendan Sanderson, AFL Nation expert. Got him on to speak about the appointment of Patrick Dangerfield as skipper. He knows him uh, better than most, but also we'll talk some footy with him. Questions without notice, and most importantly, the IMAR insurance open line is 1300 736 736. You can send us a text on the Temper 40 Winks text 0433981116. Amazing prizes to give away for those of you who want to join in the conversation with us. The Collingwood champion, the Australian Football Hall of Famer, is alongside of me. His name's Nathan Buckley. Bucks, good morning. G'day, Kane. How's things? Well, better than you because you've, you're you in a bit of a head spin with all the computers in front of you this oh, morning. Oh, have a look at this. I, you're back in Adelaide. I'm here in Melbourne. I've got three mouses. I've got three keyboards. I've got four screens. I know how you feel now where you think you're king of the world here and just yep. sitting just making opinions and just throwing shade wherever you go. Exactly. You are the man. Uh, if things go wrong, just speak to Nims. He will, oh, he will. I will. Something's definitely going to blow up over here. But um, Sort you out. How's your, how's your week been? Anything stand out? Week was good. Uh, highlight of my week was Chad got inducted into the Port Adelaide Hall of Fame, um, which was terrific on Wednesday night. So went along to that. And uh, Roger Delaney and Rowan Smith, who are names that you would be familiar with, um, back in the you know, 80s and 90s, they got inducted as well as as well as the board that was instrumental in getting Port Adelaide into the AFL. So that that was terrific. That was the they're great day. They're great nights, aren't ah. they? I, I think the I think the AFL Hall of Fame night is the best night on the AFL calendar, and the reason why is because you actually get a chance to hear the stories behind the names. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure, like you're talking, like. You know your brother's story pretty well, but it would have been great for him to be able to get up and and speak about that. And and Rog Delaney and Ryan Smith, yeah. you would have learned something about their Port Adelaide experience. And I think that just gives you a greater perspective on the fact that everyone has struggled in their lives and finds a way to be successful and to contribute to a cause greater than themselves. Mm. So those Hall of Fame nights are huge. Yeah, I agree, I agree with that. I, Dad was inducted into that one and... 2012, I think, and that was one of the best footy nights I've ever had. So, um, yeah, a bit bit, uh, bit more special, not taking anything away from the winner of the Brownlow medal, but those nights are is not as much of the, the glitz and the glamour. It is about those those football people. I think Hamish does a good job to, to get to the, the guts of, 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 of a player's story as they're going along their journey. So I think that those interviews, and obviously Bruce had done an amazing job with that as well. I think the, the interview with the winner is generally 
um, goes a little bit deeper, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah, That's the highlight. Uh, You can get involved. We've got great prize giveaway. Signet Power Bank valued at $44.95. Keep everything powered. Uh, 18 holes of golf for you and a mate with a card at Club Mandalay and a $50 Bunnings voucher. So I want, uh, to be in contention to win those prizes, your pre-season game overreactions. Uh, that's what I want. I reckon be... nearly every reaction is an overreaction to a <laughs> because... pre-season game. <laughs> I read a headline on Fox Footy this morning. Haters wrong on absolutely elite pie. Sca- uh, stars scary 50 hall. What we learn from every AFL club from Matt Shims. And look, I'll be guilty of it this morning. I, w- I will absolutely overreact to something that I saw on the weekend. But if you want to... Walk away with a great prize. We want your pre-season overreactions. You went down to Icon Park? Yeah, I went and had a look at it. And I was actually more... I was as interested, just as you discussed, on how it was reported. Because the, the pies um, got done by 10 points. Um, I thought both sides were a little bit scratchy. Uh, it was beautiful conditions for footy. But, you know, Carlton's best stuff stood up. Stoppage mm. into aerial power in their front half. Um yeah, Collingwood looked good at times, moving the ball, um, very aggressive with their long down the line kicks from their back half, you know, towards basically straight towards goal. So you're kicking to centre half forward, a la what uh, Geelong have done with Tom Hawkins as the as the as the target, and McStay was was a guy that was a target for a couple of those. But but I, th- I thought. I thought leading into that, and this is an, probably an overreaction on one game as well. But I thought going into the season that Carlton would would pop up and that the pies would come off a little bit. It's pretty hard mm. to, and we'll, and we'll go through that later in the show yep. with who we think is going to go up and down from the ladder last year. Um, but I thought the, the pies look really organised and they look like they've got some depth. You know, Nick Dacos was quiet, um, but you know, you're not going to get many quiet games mm. out of him. But Would you play him in the midfield or not? Oh, he'll play everywhere. I, I think one of the strengths of of, um, of Collingwood last year was how they utilised uh, both he and Scott Pendlebury. Pendlebury ended up playing mainly midfield, but I, I think McStay will help. You know, they've got some they've got some depth. Uh, they've got a really strong backline. But and Carlton Carlton fans would have enjoyed what they saw as well. Tom DeConing, DeConing sort of took a couple of nice contested marks, and McKay and Kurnow together they looked dangerous. But they. They probably lacked, um, and they were dominant centre bounce, but they they lacked a little bit of polish with their inside fifty. Um, There's not a lot of science to it, not a lot of connection. Mm-hmm. So they just rely on that aerial dominance. So when they get it, they're going to be very dangerous. But if you can get the ball to ground against them, you're going to be okay. All right. If you've got a preseason overreaction for us, let us know. That was the the headline was referring to Dan McStay, where the haters were wrong, and I was questioning, and we'll speak about this after 7 o'clock, but the recruitment of him and how much he can stand up as a 50-plus goal forward, as they've alluded to in this article here. But that's for after 7 o'clock. If you've got an instant pre-season overreaction for us, 0433981116 to get involved. Uh, What we will do this year, uh, I want your recommendations, Buck. So we're not not sport, nothing to do with sport. It can be sport, but uh, outside of, of that realm... A Bucks recommendation, need a name for it if you've got a thought on, on what we could name it, but it could be a recipe, it could be a restaurant, it could be a coffee spot, it could be a movie, it could be a, a book, it could be a podcast. Well, I'm not shy on, on giving you my opinions. I was actually, <laughs> last year I was after the best um, the best smashed avocado in Melbourne. So, I, and I was, I was actually getting, I was getting as much f- feedback from the, 
from the text machine as any, and I went and tried a few and found some good ones. But good. Yeah, you know, one thing I, I actually got a chance to sit down and watch. Um, I mean, the the sports docos are remarkable. What we've mm-hmm. what we've been able to um, witness in the last sort of five or six years, the advent, you know, Drive to Survive is probably at the cutting edge. Um, the last dance was incredible. The last the dance. Uh, and the timing of it because of COVID and everyone was locked up and look, oh, we were doing sports radio with no sport on. I mean, everything got shut down. So we were reviewing the last dance on a Monday as part of our program. So it came at the right time. They actually um, released it earlier than they had planned. But I'm with you. I reckon the 2020s are going to be known for sports docos. Well, thirty ESPN with thirty for yeah. thirty were, were sort of cutting edge before anyone else had really run with it. If anyone's got any recommendations, throw it up on the on the text to us, and we'll we'll pop it up. But one that I saw over the last three or four days was was Full Swing. So I'm not a massive mm. PGA fan. I, I don't sit there and watch it religiously. But when you actually get to see, like, similar to what we were talking about with the Hall of Fame, when you actually get to see the characters behind the the professionals I th- it just fleshes it out for me it's so important for me to see the human side of what happens and and the full swing doco geez it, it, it strips back mm. and and even the even the break point um one which was the which is the tennis one like looking at the um yeah the the touring pros there as well mm. like it's just it strips it back but then at the same time there was um ian poulter who's a, obviously a colorful PGA veteran, been there for decades. He was talking about him not making the cut and he was really upset and this is really hard. And then he drove up to his private jet <laughs> and flew and flew off home. So there's like, there's, there's, um, yeah, there's, 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 there's struggle and there's struggle, yeah. Exactly right. I've only seen one and a half, but I agree with you. I think it's terrific. But Brooks Kepka was walking around so upset that he didn't win in Phoenix and then they flash up his prize money of where he's finished, and it was like four hundred and fifty grand US. I'm like, you'll be at Brooks, yeah. you'll be okay. And he goes home to his mansion, and he's he's sulking. But that's that's the level of this. So full swing. Yeah, I'm going to give you. it. A little, I'm going to give it a little bit more time. But yeah, no, I've, I've seen the first three episodes, and it's it's just it just lifts the veil. I mean, I think anytime you get to find out something that you know you've seen the shiny facade and what it looks like, or you think you've got an opinion about mm. who someone is and how they go about things. When you dig a little bit deeper, like everyone's story is pretty compelling. If we actually spend a little bit of time to, to work out why people do what they do and what makes them tick, and these uh, these docos give us the opportunity to do that. So, yeah, that's not a bad one. To have a look and at. you went to the movies, but it uh, <laughs> wasn't as successful. Went and saw Cocaine Bear. I don't know if... <laughs> <laughs> why would you go and say... So the trailer is awful. I, didn't see the, I hadn't seen the trailer. So I took, took my young fella to... Um, uh, Crown Promenade on Saturday night, and so we, we did. We did the mandatory kingpin, ten pin bowling. Went down to the arcade for a little while. Um, we actually sat at the bar. At, we did high end. We, we went and sat at the bar at Nobu and had uh, a little bit of yellow, yellow tail sashimi. He had a, he had a mocktail. Um, but then we we walked past Village, and I said, "Have you have you thought about? Is there any movies you want to see?" He goes, "Nah, not really. Not." Really. We went and had a look. And then he saw Cocaine Bear up there. He goes, oh, my God, I want to see that. I said, what's it about? He goes, <laughs> I said, it's about a bear who goes nuts in the woods. And that's exactly what happens. Apparently, there was cocaine dropped out of a... Of a true um, story, isn't it? Well, I don't know how true it is. Like, how much how much of the story needs to be accurate wow. for it to be a true story, the, based on I'm a true story sure. these days? How many stars? Oh, look, I can't recommend <laughs> I can't recommend it. <laughs> 
But everyone, everyone in the cinema had a good laugh, and it was it was a bit bit gory. It was just unexpected, and um, but yeah, it was probably a waste of ninety minutes to be honest. Sounds like a great night for a fourteen year old though. <laughs> Temping bowling, it was all over. And then that he went, crowd. then he went to karting yesterday, and and um, and slayed him. So he's uh, good. That's going to be a standard weekend. Yes. A- Great weekend. Uh, good tech, per text coming through. The Bill Russell story on Netflix is a must. Watch, says Steve. Morning, boys. Kissed by God. Andy Irons is the best doco you'll see, says Tom in Ballarat. Uh, the DVD box is a good one, says Chris in Melbourne. Not sure what that was referring to. Uh, OJ Made in America. That's a terrific 30 for 30. Would recommend that as well. And a few bold predictions coming through from the preseason. Uh, Gorn and Grundy, the Demons' formidable big man combo, will be the greatest ruck duo slash big man combo of all time. And that is exactly what I was after this morning. Hey, Patrick Dangerfield's the new captain of Geelong. They released this at, uh, what was it, 9 o'clock on a Saturday night. Very, very Geelong thing to do without uh, any fanfare. Now, Dangerfield is going to speak to the media at a media conference about 9 o'clock this morning. Obviously, we requested him to come on the program, but um, the Cats will release that themselves and he will talk. But I don't know. I had a feeling it would be Tom Stewart. I'm not in any way critical. I think he'll do a terrific job and they took their time with this. But uh, what was your instant reaction when, when you heard this? News. I think it's all about it's all about timing. I mean, I, I, I think in the end, um, you, you'll have a you know, someone like Joel Selwood has you know stands above above and beyond and and has just carried that mantle so well for so long. And some guys just play underneath you know captains that have such a, a great influence on a, on an organisation like that and never really get their chance to to wear that mantle. Mm. Um, and Paddy's been a, a great contributor over a long time to two clubs, you know, for a significant a significant amount of time at uh, at Adelaide, uh, over 150 games, and then to go to to the Cats and have the success that they've had. But it, I, I think it's it's um, I think it's fair that he gets the opportunity to do that. I think Tom Stewart's a great leader. I think you we rely. Um, or we think that the captain is relied upon to do all the leadership duties. He doesn't do all the heavy lifting. Mm. We need we need wide and deep leadership groups to be effective. And I think Geelong have got that. I, I'm a big Cam Guthrie fan. I mean, he's a guy that could easily have captained that club over the last eight years and 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 would have would have done that job amazingly well. So it's um, they're embarrassed for riches down there at the moment. You can have your say on that. A lot of preseason overreactions coming through. Uh, Nat Fife wins the Coleman Medal after booting three on the weekend. He cannot be stopped, says Tom in Geelong. Cozzy Pickett could be anything this year. Melbourne desperately need to get his signature. And morning, fellas. Went and watched the Doggies on Saturday and was blown away by the new structure back and forward. Dog's going to be better than most think. I want to ask you about that in questions without notice, Bucks, because I, I read that they had Hugo Hagen and Norton and Darcy and Lobb. All four playing as tall forwards in the forward mm. line. Will that work? We're up and running. You've got the nerve is... to ask me a question. <laughs> 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 SEN Breakfast for the Kogan Money credit card. Packed full of value. And for WD40, register online for the repair challenge to win. What line's available right now? Amazing prize to give away if you want to jump on the phone and give us your pre-season game over reaction. Back after this. WD40. Register online for the Repair Challenge 2023 for a share in over 15 grand in prizes. The Kogan Money Credit Card. A great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Kane and Bucks. Can't stop the 
and the legend that is this Australian cricket team creates yet another awe-inspiring chapter in cricketing folklore through a clinical display here at Newlands. It is their second hat-trick of T20 World Cup trophies. It is their sixth T20 World Cup trophy, their 13th title across this format and 50 overs combined. Congratulations to the Aussies who got it done last night with the sixth women's T20 World Cup title. They defeated South Africa by 19 runs, uh, unbeaten half century from Beth Mooney. She was the player of the match, ensuring the defending champion secured a coveted three-peat. So are they Australia's best team? You, you, the numbers would say yes, their performance is amazing. They've set the standard for such a long period of time. If you've got a thought on that, uh, you can join in with us, one 736 736 um, the South Africans opted to leave out their skipper bucks prior to the tournament because she didn't reach the 2K threshold, Danae Van Neerkirk. Um, I wonder if she would have helped last night. I wonder if she was the difference in, in 19 runs, but I'm fully supportive of the decision uh, to leave her at home considering she didn't reach a, a pretty simple benchmark. Yeah, well, I, I'm not uh, I'm not across that, can I? Okay, so what, she, what needed to, she needed to run, I think it was 10 minutes and 30 seconds for two k's right that was the standard for everyone and she ran 10:48 or something so she missed it by 18 seconds it sounds like an ice bath fitness. sounds like an ice bath three. type situation it? <laughs> well it's not hard to run 10:30. come on like she had she had uh notice of it since december um so she had a good two to three months to get fit and prepare for it now some would say that she ran a PB, she was as fit as she had ever been, but I'm going, you could run that time backwards. But, but you, 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 well, that's what we would perceive. You know, there are some people oh, out there that I hear know. that. You know, there are people out there that hear that and say, what about what about the detail? Why don't you just let her play? Like, why, do you ha- which, why does she have to reach a certain standard and why, why is she vilified and, and left out and, and made to feel unwelcome because, because she simply can't sport. run that? Not, not everyone have, gets a medal to, She doesn't have to run in the cricket. I understand all that. I understand you do all have, that. You do have to run. Actually, the fielding in T20 cricket now is is really important. Like it's, If you watch the BBL, if you're a poor fieldsman and you can't cover the ground, you stand out like anything. Like I was watching Steve Smith field in the outfield in the, in the BBL. He stands out as not that athletic and there's other international players that come and go, gee, that, gee that's a, a blight on the side, they're no, fielding. I'm with you because there needs to be a buy-in to teams somewhere. There needs to be some minimum expectations. So, And a coach has, has got every right to impose those minimum standards and if the athlete and, the, and, and his players has the opportunity to, you know, man or woman clearly it has the opportunity to either live up or fall short of those minimum expectations. Well, then there's got to be consequences. Mm. But something tells me that if she applied her strengths absolutely, mm. sometimes those minimum expectations they get fudged. If it if it's yes. going to result, no, if it's going to give you saying. a better result at the end. So not not all. Uh, not everyone fits into the it's same. It's a balance box. because you, yeah. you you can be you can be right in so many ways, but wrong as a coach if you get those marginal calls wrong. So if that's co- if that in fact has cost them the World Cup, well then some and some people would say so. I presume the the South African um, media would go after it, but mm. our women's team, um, brilliant. Now uh, Beth yeah, Mooney, player of the um, player of the day and and or the player of the match and and uh, seventy four runs I believe that, that, that got us over the line. But they just we're such an even team in the women's cricket, 
and you can only beat what you've got in front of you and the best team in the world, clearly, over a long period of time. Good temper text coming through pre-season reactions. Gunston's kicked the most goals for Brisbane. If he stays healthy, he will get about 200 more looks than he did uh, last year at Hawthorne. Uh, Geelong back-to-back premiership. I'm not, I'm not sure that's an overreaction. Um, they just... I can't remember a team as settled as Geelong going into a, a season as them. Uh, McStay to kick 50-plus goals. Dustin Martin's going to win the Brownlow, says Bernadette. Might be tough for him to win the Brownlow in a more permanent forward role, but um, the addition of Hopper and Taranto means that Bolton and Martin can play forward, which is a pretty scary proposition for Richmond. And a couple of documentary recommendations. The Dennis Rodman one is a real eye-opener. Great story, says Brad in Northcote. Um, so Buck saw cocaine uh, bear, which he said was a disaster. See, there was a, there was a text that came through about do you reckon with all the, dr- the drugs at the moment is it wise to take your son to go and see a movie like that that makes it seem like fun? My my answer to that is it's it's part of society. It's not going away. Putting your fingers in your ears or your hands over your eyes and saying I'm not listening and I'm not looking doesn't make it go away. So I'd prefer to have those conversations with my with my boys up front, and um, but I, I see that I see that perspective, and I definitely don't want to I don't want to make it be that. But um, it is it is in, we're right in the middle of it. It's not going away. Hey, speaking of sports documentaries, I had, I had a look at the Show Me the Money, and we, we interviewed Robbie Durazzi on Friday breakfast, and he was the key player with Brody Grundy, a player that you know extremely well. Have you had a chance to look at it yet, or? You haven't uh, haven't dipped your toe in. No, I haven't. But um, it will be obviously what we're talking about with sports docos. It sort of lifts the veil a little bit on what happens behind and the personalities within it. What uh, what did you get out of it? Well, I, I loved it because it just takes you behind the scenes. I hadn't heard anything from Brody Grundy. I mean, he's carried himself so well with such dignity. Um, uh, he comes out of it extremely well. So I actually see him at Robbie's house in real time as this is going down and how Simon Goodwin and Melbourne pitched it to him. But there's a number of storylines to follow and um, yeah, anything like that I think is terrific. All right, time for the news headlines. We'll be back with the sports update after this.